Welcome to the Whole Life Healing Podcast with Dr. Alexander Lloyd, best-selling author and founder of the Revolutionary Healing Codes Technique. Each week, Dr. Alex shares principles and methods from psychology, energy medicine, natural medicine, and spirituality to help you reduce stress, heal emotional and physical issues, and remove the barriers that hold you back from happiness and success. Join us as we learn to live our happiest, healthiest, and most successful lives. Here's Dr. Alex. Uh, Thank you, Johanna. Welcome, everyone. Uh, Wherever and whenever you are listening, we are honored by your presence always. Uh, In this program, we try to give you a little something to think about, a little something to give you a boost in your week, and something maybe to practically apply to make your life a little better this week, and maybe sometimes uh, make your life better from now on. Today, we're talking about when did you get stuck, right? And in, in the next few minutes, I'm going to share with you how most people are stuck and don't know it, how they got stuck, and what you can do to get unstuck. And this can affect all areas of your life. It can affect your uh, success, your career, your relationships, your health, everything. So um, I think today is something that can really be a benefit. When I married Hope in 1986, she was this beautiful, wonderful young lady. She was a beauty queen. She was very, very smart. Uh, left high school after her junior year to go on to college, was an honor student, was an honor student in college, uh, really out of my league in pretty much every single way. And I, 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 I don't say that uh, flippantly. That's just the truth. But when uh, right after we got married, things started changing. And we found out after visiting several doctors that Tracy was severely clinically depressed to the point that she scored in the suicidal range on depression tests, even though she, she would always say, I'm too big afraid of a fraidy cat to ever do anything about it. But yeah, I think about wanting to die every single day. And when I found that out, it really blew me away. Another thing that was interesting is that During that time that Hope was depressed, she did not seem like a 20-year-old or a 25-year-old or a 32-year-old, which was, I believe, the last year that she was depressed. She seemed like a little kid and not in a good way, like a little kid throwing a temper tantrum or a little kid's logic and reasoning, which really didn't make sense. Well, what I discovered is that she was stuck. And for Hope, she was stuck at about 10 years old. So when those memories, when those negative things were activated in her that were part of her depression, part of the reason for the depression, but they affected a whole bunch of other things too, she wasn't 25 anymore for all practical purposes. She was 10. And so 
in a married situation with another adult, which was me, being a 10-year-old didn't work very well. Now, I was stuck too. I was stuck at probably about, oh, 13, 12, 13, 14, uh, the worst time of my life. I had uh, so much acne. I looked like I had pepperoni pizza face. I was short and chubby. I was made fun of for that. I did terrible in school. Every single year it was like, are we going to let Alex go to the next grade or not? And I, I did flunk two grades and had to do them again. Uh, so my life was pretty miserable, especially during that adolescent time, 12, 13, 14. And what I realized through spirituality, through psychology, through uh, alternative medicine as well, is that I was stuck at that age. Well, what I want you to know today is that that's not unusual. Almost everyone I have ever worked with or known it in depth in some way was stuck somewhere. Or, or I should say stuck uh, at some time, at some literal year in their life. And maybe they weren't stuck there all the time, and I wasn't either, and Hope wasn't either, not 24-7. But basically, when something happened in their, in their life or in my life that was perceived as negative, that the unconscious mind related to a memory that had not been healed, then that would kick in that, okay, I'm back to 12 years old now. I'm not 26 anymore. I'm 12 right now. Now, not biologically, but emotionally, maybe even spiritually. So a person can go in and out of this. As, as things are triggered, and, and maybe another thing gets triggered by, in my current circumstances, and I'm six years old until that thing sort of calms down and I come back out of it. And, and you'll feel that physiologically in your body. Your, your stress will go up. You'll start to feel a tightness in your chest, a little pain in your head maybe. Uh, maybe all of a sudden you're, you you feel exhilarated in a way because cortisol and adrenaline are dripping, but then you go into an adrenaline overdose or crash and you feel totally exhausted and wasted. So those are kind of some of the symptoms and signs of that. You will have negative thinking, you'll have negative emotions, etc. until that sort of runs its course, which could be 15 minutes. It could be a week, it could be years conceivably. So to me, one of the most overlooked areas in people's lives, you might even say kind of a secret or hidden area, is at what point in your life did you get stuck about certain issues or possibly even overall related to everything, but more commonly about certain issues. How's that affecting you and what can you do about it? So, what I would recommend this week as you pray and meditate 
is, is to ask yourself that question. Okay, when, when I'm not doing good, when I'm stressed, when I feel whatever negative thing you're feeling, when is the biggest or earliest time of my life that I felt something similar? And a memory will usually come up. Well, when that memory comes up, take a look at it, examine it, and ask yourself the question, how old was I when this was happening? Were you 5? Were you 14? Were you 10 like hope? Okay, it can be any age. But approximately, how old were you when that happened? And when you find that memory and determine how old you were, then I would pray. I would turn your negative thoughts that you're having about whatever current situation you're dealing with that, that seems negative to you, I would turn those exact same words, those exact same thoughts into a prayer. Uh, let me give you an example. I used to have uh, a, a real temper. In sports, man, if something went wrong for me, I would smash my tennis racket on the concrete. I'd throw it over the fence. I, would, uh, I didn't really cuss, but I would start yelling and screaming. I would break ping pong paddles, that sort of thing. Well, when that happened, I was back to 12 years old. Right? So, if I had known how to do this at those times, what I would have done is said, and the 12 years old was already told you I was being made fun of because of my looks, because I felt dumb and stupid because of making bad grades in school, that sort of thing. So, I would pray about both. So, let's say, let's say in my day, oh... There's really bad traffic. And I used to get mad in traffic, especially when like people just cruised in the left lane no matter what, even if they were going way slower than everybody else, they were not going to move from that left lane, the fast lane, okay? And I would get really angry about that sometimes. So let's say that's the issue. All right, so how would I deal with it if I knew what I know today? Well, when I started getting angry over the traffic, I would start praying. And so instead of just yelling and screaming, it's okay if I yell and scream, but turn it into a prayer. Dear God, dear Father, I would say, um, source of all things, light and love, okay? I am so mad, I just want to scream, and then maybe I even do scream. This guy's an idiot. I, I don't understand. I wish I had a sign that I could hold up in my window to say it's the law, slower traffic, move right. Now, I'm obviously dismissing that I'm probably speeding and going faster than I'm supposed to. I don't even consider that part because I'm angry. But anyway, I pray whatever it is I'm thinking instead of just having that thought or feeling. Here's what that does, and I would recommend going to uh, Larry Dossey's book. Larry Dossey, MD, wrote a wonderful book, Reinventing Medicine. Uh, he cites several double-blind studies in that book on prayer. So basically what that does is it changes it from a negative into a positive. 
If you just think and feel those negative things, you're making them worse every time you go through that. And more likely that it's going to happen the next time because every time you create new memories about being angry and traffic and all that sort of thing. And those new memories make it more likely that you're going to be angry the next time and maybe even sooner. Okay? The second thing is to identify the earlier time related to this that you got stuck. So let's say for me that's 12 years old when someone is making fun of me at school. Hey, Chunky. Hey, Pepperoni Face. Hey, hey, Dummy. You know. So then I also pray about that. About, you know, I, I believe that what I'm going through is somehow connected to that period of my life when people were making fun of me. So please help me to believe the truth that this anger is not about what's happening right now. That's just a trigger. It's about that time when I was 12 that's never been healed yet. So please heal that. Please pull the lie out of that memory that it wasn't about me. It was about that person. Anyone who'd make fun of someone else about that uh, and those kind of things... That's their issues, and believe me, they've got issues if, if they would do that and hurt another person that way. Now, it's also part of that age, I guess, but still, a, a, a significant percentage of people would never do that in the first place because they see it as mean and unkind, and, and they won't do it. So the people that do do it, they've got their own junk, and that junk was not mine at 12 years old, even though... I, of course, thought they're making fun of me because I am fat. No, they're making fun of me because they've got issues that have nothing to do with me or me being fat. So also pray about that. So you're praying about the current circumstance. You're praying about your first biggest or earliest memory with that same anger or whatever it is in it. All right? And I believe... It's going to change that. And here's what typically happens as I uh, share this with people. They say, you know what? It was so hard to do that. To Every time I have these negative thoughts and feelings, turn it into a prayer. I mean, because I have them all the time. And I almost can't even concentrate on my work because every minute I'm having to start praying. Well, that's true. And that was my experience as well. But, after a week of that, after two weeks of that, after a month of that, if you're diligent and keep confronting every single negative thought and feeling where you got stuck, both the current circumstances and the where you got stuck memory, there comes a point when your unconscious kind of says, okay, okay, we know you're going to turn this into a prayer, so we're not even going to send it to you now. All right? And the negative thoughts and feelings quit coming. When that happens, you don't get angry in traffic anymore. Or it's greatly reduced. And it's not because you're not trying to get... It's not because by your willpower, you're trying hard with effort not to get angry. No. It's that, that those memories have been healed and you've got a new default. And in the new default, the the traffic issue might be disappointing. It might be a slight bit 
of irritation, but it will not be anger and rage. And and that will get better and better over time until finally you won't have anger at all. It won't even really irritate you. You'll just think, well, this is part of it. And for whatever reason, they're driving in the left lane no matter what. Okay, lots of people do that. It's not a life or death deal. Um, I'll get around him sooner or later. And you can stay in peace. You can stay where you're okay. All right. There's a number of issues that I believe are maybe the most common ones where we get stuck. Let me run through a few of those. Your biggest sin. I grew up in a religious setting where sin was a huge issue that was like always on my radar and everyone else's radar that I knew. So we can get stuck at a time in our life when we feel like that's when I did my biggest sin. It, and, and by the way, I believe that's a fallacy. You can also choose grace where, where that's not an issue at all. But a lot of people don't know that, don't believe it, whatever. So that's one area I'd look at. When, 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 when is my biggest sin? At what point in my life? And then pull up that memory and, okay, what are the feelings in that memory and thoughts? And all right, in my life now, when I have those same feelings and thoughts, maybe not about sin at all, but about anything, what, what is going on? What's going on in my life when I have those same feelings and thoughts as I did the time I did that biggest sin and then probably felt guilty and ashamed afterwards with low self-worth, etc.? Uh, biggest problem. When, when was the biggest problem in your life? Uh, the house burns down. You, you went bankrupt. You uh, didn't make the grade in school. You didn't get the promotion. Maybe even you got fired or something. Your parents divorced. What period of your life, biggest problem? The biggest pain. When in your life did you feel the, the most and biggest pain, physical or non-physical? The biggest negative feeling, the biggest negative action or behavior, something you did or didn't do. And often what we don't do is the thing that bothers us the most. I should have been kind to that person. I should have reached out a helping hand. I should have said, I'm sorry, etc. What addiction habit or love substitute was the biggest in my life and when did that happen in the biggest way what event or circumstance of my life is the biggest from a negative perspective and then the last two what negative thoughts and and what's the first time in my life i remember having those type thoughts and what's the biggest negative belief I've had in my life. Do you, deep down, are you uh, prejudiced racially? Do you judge other people for being good or bad? Um, judging is for God and small children. 
in, in my opinion, not for me. I don't ever have the right to judge someone else because I don't know where they're coming from. Maybe if I was in their shoes, I would have done the same thing, maybe even worse. All right? So this week, I would encourage you, go through your life overall and go through your life in every one of these categories and say, okay, when was my biggest issue with that? Pull up that memory, make a few notes about it. What are the feelings, negative feelings and thoughts related to that memory? Give it a zero to 10 and then start praying and using the codes to heal that in that memory as well as anything in your current circumstances with, that, that triggers you when you experience those similar thoughts and feelings as that memory where that kind of started. I would work on the worst one first, so I'd rate these 0 to 10. My biggest sin, where does that rate? Is that a 7? My biggest pain, is that a 9? I would start with the worst first. And you're praying about current circumstances and that past memory, the memory of the time it was the worst. Now you can include all the other memories you have of it too, and I would. Okay, so that is a little diagnostic and a practical application that I believe will be huge to you if you will do it because getting unstuck does not just happen. If you're stuck at 10 years old, the thing that's most likely to happen is you'll be stuck at 10 years old the rest of your life. If you're 12 years old, every time you're in traffic or get angry, well, chances are you're going to be 12 years old every time you're in traffic or you get angry until the day you die, even if you're 80 or 90 years old. Fix those issues, get unstuck, and you can be an adult. And, and now I don't mean that parts of being a child are not wonderful. You need to maintain that childlike heart, that childlike joy, that childlike forgiveness. What we're talking about is the irrational temper tantrum trauma version of, of being a child. You don't want to live there as an adult, just like me and Hope. So I take a look at those things, work on them by turning them into a prayer, and by using the codes, the master key, the tools that work best for you to find and fix those underlying memories that have lies in them that are the source. That's why you're stuck. So give that a try this week. Share it with um, other people that you love and care about and start living a happier, healthier, less stressful life where you are adult age in a good way and everything in your life starts getting better.